0: got amazing presence, great confidence. Hello everyone and welcome to my channel or welcome back to my channel. We're coming to you live from Christchurch right now. The band are over here, we a party. This is what this show is all about, good for you. Project Creative. Hello and welcome to Project Creative, a place for creative people like you and me to share their talents and stories. Joining us today is none other than the ocean loving singer songstress Miss Jamie McDell. How have you been anyway? I've been good. I've been. Um... Oh,
1: I don't know. It's been a little bit of a strange time, obviously, for many reasons. So I've been, I feel like, I feel like I'm, um, I've been pretty good at trying to stay positive and productive. But I think, you know, it's, it is really like getting to me now that I, I'm not able to kind of travel into Nashville and in the States as much. And that is a huge part of why I am. Based here in Vancouver, living in North America, so it does like it's it's wonderful here, and you know I'm I'm glad we're here rather than some other parts of the world. But um, you do sometimes have days where you're just like, oh, I'm not really fulfilling, you know, what I came here to do. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) not to be um, not to be down, but it's. It is just kind of the reality is like just shifting gears a little bit and trying to yeah kind of figure out what's what's the best use of my time that's going to kind of help with this
0: project we've got Ooh, coming that up. that sounds exciting <laughs> um should we just crack on with some questions totally all right so when did you first realize that pursuing music was something that you wanted to do
1: Um, I think I was certainly a musical child, probably from about the age of seven. Um, I just watched a lot of those Disney movies and my parents sang a lot. I just, I I kind of felt like singing was just a rite of passage and it was something I did all the time. Yeah. Um, I just loved it. Like I, you know, that was, that was exciting to me. Um, so I probably sang a lot more than I talked at that point and I think just natural progression as I as I grow into like a pre-teen, um, I found, you know, I think like many musicians, the best way for me to kind of articulate my feelings at that age was through song and um, and honestly, that led me a little bit randomly into the music industry. So pursuing music as a career was something that I do feel a little bit um, like it kind of happened to me <laughs> rather than deciding that was going to be, you know, what I was going
0: to do. Awesome. Uh, what do you love the most about making music?
1: Um, I, I love the experimental element of it. Um, and just kind of being able to I don't know um, go into something and never know how it's going to turn out like I really like that it allows me to keep such an open mind Um, I think it really helps me yeah, mentally to kind of see life that way but yeah I I love that um, it's something I can't explain which kind of sounds like a bad answer but it's just that somehow I end up with a recorded song and how I've got there happens in a million different ways and I find that really thrilling.
0: (laughs) Awesome. What was your very first experience on stage?
1: Um, I had a really wonderful music teacher um, who I would have met when I was around 11, 12 and she actually probably picked out a bit of talent in me and my kind of vocal ability and got me on stage um sort of in the school choir and in the school rock band I can't remember specifically I think it was like I my first time on stage was maybe a choir solo um and I yeah I never really have felt super nervous it's a funny thing it's like maybe it's um (laughs) I think I had like a bit of natural talent as a young kid. And so every time I would perform, the response would be really great. And I think therefore I never got nervous because there was nothing to worry about. Obviously, as I've grown older, (laughs) not all my performances have been great, but in the beginning, um, it was kind of, it felt like, yeah, a really positive thing to do.
0: Kind of where you're meant to be, hey?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Awesome. Uh, what's your favourite part about performing? Um, it's
1: such a performance. Kind of an interesting one for me because I feel like I, I go into like a totally different space in my mind, and sometimes I can't even remember what's happened on stage. It's like I've got an ego or like an alter ego. Um, but I do. I think, like, if I'm thinking of yeah examples in my head, the times when I've been on stage and been singing and had the audience singing along with me, um, especially when maybe they're songs that are more personal on the record. Like, for example, "Extraordinary Girl." It's kind of one that we don't promote as much, but it means a lot to me. That at a show, you know, there's there's people that have kind of really taken to that and can kind of sing the lyrics back to me. So that's a really special experience.
0: How did you feel doing your very first gig um, as Jamie? Not at a school choir or anything like that, but like as yourself. Cool.
1: (laughs) As (laughs) myself, yeah. Um, I'm trying to even remember what it would have been. I think, um, I think... I was excited. I remember, I remember just being like a little bit nervous and I remember saying to one of my band members, like just kind of going, I hope people come. (laughs) Like, I'm just, I'm really nervous that no one's gonna come. (laughs) (laughs) And so I think the moment I saw people there, you know, and just kind of enjoying themselves, just all the nerves kind of went away um and I just got to enjoy the experience rather than kind of overthink it but to my detriment I think I'm probably someone that doesn't overthink anyways just kind of jumps in and does it um so so yeah it was it was a great
0: experience (laughs) if you compare that to now what do you um what do you love the most about how far you've come (laughs) So funny that you
1: asked that because I suppose, like, because I had kind of immediate success in the beginning, having people come to the shows wasn't, I shouldn't have been concerned about it, but I was. Um, and whereas now I've sort of changed gears, moved into a new genre, and also moved around the world a little bit. So I'm probably still worried about that same thing about people actually turning up for the shows. Um, so it's funny how that kind of. mirrors itself but I I think I think nowadays I just I probably feel a lot better about my stage performance because I'm you know writing and recording music that is a lot more in the vein of I think what works with the strengths of my voice and so it just all kind of fits a little bit better
0: for me on stage Awesome that's cool Uh, Why do you love the music industry so much? (laughs) Good question. (laughs) Or if you don't like if you don't like it, what don't you like about it?
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, I do like um it's kind of I suppose I would prefer to call it rather than the music industry, like the music community. And I think for me it's just being around dreamers and being around risk takers, um, people that really kind of go out there and say what they mean to say and you know um put kind of a hundred percent into these dreams that i suppose to the outside world just seem kind of crazy and ridiculous so i love that feeling and i love being around others that kind of have that same energy good answer i love
0: that (laughs) what steps did you take to record your first release song and or album at 16 with emi records
1: yeah that was um an interesting process. I'd signed to EMI a couple years earlier. Um, so I, I probably had a good two years of just writing lots of songs. Um, and they were really great in letting me do that pretty independently. Um, so they kind of just let me be a teenager, write what I felt like writing. And I think mm-hmm. the decision was made when I started probably presenting songs that they felt like honestly were, we're maybe going to relate and work on radio. Um, and so then it was basically like a decision of which songs and did I have enough to create a record. Um, and the next process was just kind of chucking me into a big studio with a session band and seeing what happened. And it was all super fluid and like again, quite experimental for a pop release um but it kind of all just worked out that was a little bit the um matt who i worked closely with at the label that was a little bit of his mantra like he definitely just kind of wanted me to have the freedom to to do my thing and that so it, yeah it was very free the whole experience awesome
0: that's cool that's an awesome start i think to have in this industry or this community <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so you've released quite a few albums now. You've done Six Strings in a Sailboat, Ask Me Anything, Extraordinary Girl, and a bunch of other EPs such as the Botox one um, more recently. Uh, which one's been your favorite and why?
1: Um, I I think, you know, I, I will say okay you, you never forget recording your first album and as much as I look back and like obviously cringe at some of the songs, um, I, I love the experience, what a wonderful team of musicians um, that I got to work with, so it was so much fun, but I think obviously as you progress in your musical journey, I think your your latest work is, is what you're most proud of, um, because you're always striving to grow and create things that sort of speak to who you are more and more, so I am really proud of the, yeah, the Botox EP and the recent songs I've, um, I've released and I'm sitting on a bunch of songs at the moment that we're going to hopefully get to release next year. So I'm really, really proud of that work and and super excited to release that.
0: Yay. That's so exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Your song Moonshines Red appeared on the Pretty Little Liars uh, episode. How'd you feel when you found out that they wanted to use your song?
1: It was really funny actually, because somehow I missed a memo that it was going to be on the TV show and found out that <laughs> <laughs> and found out because I think a friend of mine had watched it and was like, oh my gosh, um, like <laughs> this is your, your song. <laughs> Um, so it was a little bit silly, like, Oh my God. Yeah, um, but I felt super excited, I actually was a, a big fan of the series as well, so that was certainly, yeah, a bit of a moment for me. It, it is actually, yeah, it's got quite a large fan base, so it's it certainly, like, propelled that song into kind of one of my higher streaming tracks, so it's pretty exciting.
0: That's awesome, had you just not watched the episode at the time, you were just waiting to watch it and someone's like, oh my god, your song's in it. (laughs)
1: Totally, I just, I kind of thought that, because someone had, someone from my label had emailed me about a sync, but I I don't know if they said it was for that, and I kind of just missed, I guess I forgot about the whole thing, and then down the track, the song comes out on the show, and I was like, oh, why? That's what that was about.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's awesome wowie oh wow your album extraordinary girl was recorded in nashville which is amazing so so cool uh what made you make the move to go over there and record
1: oh thank you that's yeah that's really sweet because it was a, yeah it was a bit of a move um i don't i don't know it was a little bit um the mystery of nashville i think because i had interest in country music just a lot of people I'd met in the industry or the community had said to me, um, you'd love it there, it's, it's so up your alley. So I just went over there on a bit of a whim to kind of see what all the fuss was about. And kind of quite organically came across um, who would end up being my producer, Nash Chambers. And then it all kind of sort of snowballed from there, got some songs together, recorded the record, pretty much live which is why it's a lot more raw sounding than the kind of work i've released prior um but yeah it was i don't know i honestly kind of just took a chance and came across the right people nice
0: nice work (laughs) so good um then you're currently in vancouver Mm -hmm. what's the music scene like over there
1: I have to be honest, I haven't really been able to experience the music scene here just because of the recent pandemic. Um, I know that there are, Fair enough. it seems like there's a lot of um, just really great writers and artists that kind of hide out, out here and in, in the islands nearby just because it's such a beautiful place to be. There's a lot of nature. It's very reminiscent of New Zealand. Um, so I haven't I haven't really got to know the writing community here. Um, yeah, but however, it's just, it's proximity to LA and, you know, more areas of the States just kind of make it appealing and that you don't have to live <laughs> in those hubs um, yeah. necessarily to be able to access them. Um, well, at least easier than living back home. So... So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to say right now.
0: <laughs> um, how is the music scene in America different to the music scene in New Zealand in your experience?
1: Um, I, would, I would say, like, Nashville specifically, I think just because of the mass, the amount of people, you just are surrounded by a lot more musicians or, like, um, like-minded people that are kind of on a similar journey to you and, I know that some people, I know definitely before I went, some people thought that would probably be quite intimidating and, like, why would you go somewhere where everyone's a girl and a guitar and wants to, <laughs> has the same dream that you have? But for me, I, I kind of prefer, yeah, being around people that are kind of on the same path and understand the writing language and what it takes to do what, what it is that we do. So it kind of – it's a really cool community where we all um, – really celebrate each other and lift each other up not that that's not there back home but it's just on such a such a massive scale
0: awesome um what's been your most memorable moment in your career so far um I think something that maybe it seems like a small thing but that
1: kind of was a bit of a moment of like yes this is really special for me was um earlier this year and um I was recording these new songs with some national musicians that I just really admire and respect. And one of them in particular is a guy named Dan Dugmore, who uh, worked on pedal steel with Linda Ronstadt and James Taylor for a really long time. And I think just having him wow. in the studio with me playing through my songs was just like a really... Yeah, just a really special thing for me to go. Yeah, like this is, this is what I wanted. You know, this is where I want to sit. So that's probably it so far.
0: <laughs> that's pretty amazing, though. To be yeah. fair, it's pretty yeah. amazing. Um, but we are all human. Are there any <laughs> embarrassing moments that you're willing to share?
1: <laughs> yeah, I've <there's> so many. <laughs> Yeah like look I mean every time I get on stage something something happens but um, <laughs> I think I think most recently I probably I'm trying to tell the story without offending anyone but I, um, I played a bit of a tour um, around Texas and went into a really kind it? of deep deep part of the south where, I don't necessarily, obviously, understand or have had have been exposed to the same kind of upbringing, just in the way of like, um, you know, going to church and um, you know having having such like strong ties to the Bible and things like that. So I kind of just misread my audience and got oh, on no. stage and you know threw in a few f bombs like played Botox, which was a little bit of a, like I, I guess it would be considered a risque song. And it just really didn't go that well. I just felt like I, yeah, I could see from the audience faces that they were like, what is this girl I think she I think she's doing? Um, so so there was, was a little bit of a weird feeling, although it kind of, kind of turned into a a positive end of the night because one of the women, you know, um, came up to me afterwards and she actually came up and said, thank you so much for speaking to issues like feminism and equality. That's something we need to hear a lot more of. And so I felt like like there was one person in the audience that could kind of get where I was coming from and know that I wasn't trying to offend anyone.
0: (laughs) Well, that's good. <laughs> that one person makes all the difference, eh? So, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, is there a musician that you look up to and what makes them so inspirational in your eyes?
1: Um, yeah, I go through a, a lot at the moment. I used to always kind of stick to my um, old traditional country sounds, but the more I've yeah moved through the industry, I've been getting really inspired by um, sort of younger female artists that are saying things that I feel like haven't been said before. Um, and I think at the moment, um, there's a couple of Australian artists. One is called Stella Donnelly and Julia Jacqueline. And they just really have found such a beautiful way to articulate some of the, I guess, complexities we go through or not, you know, as women, Um <laughs> and, and just again, I, yeah. I think we have really interesting stories to tell that perhaps haven't been tapped into, so they're doing a great job at that and the more they kind of trailblaze, the more I feel like artists like myself feel like the door's being opened to,
0: to kind of write
1: what we mean to say a little bit
0: more. If you decided not to pursue music, what would you be doing instead?
1: Um that's yeah that's an interesting question. I think I would probably would just go and do something that was like heavily revolved around the environment. Um could be anything from like a scuba diver instructor to just actually getting in there and trying to help out with some great organization. Um but you know I think whatever happens um I'll I'll always be writing songs, you know, whether it's in the industry or not, I think. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Awesome. So you said you had a new album coming out next year. Uh, around what time can we expect that from you, provided uh, COVID lets uh, you release it all? <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: I wish I could say. It's sort of up in the air, I will say, at the moment. Um, okay. Yeah, we're, we're just kind of figuring out the best way to, to do this now in this new landscape. So, I mean, I'm hoping know later than the next year, but it's it's hard to say, but I mean, obviously once I know, I'll be letting everyone
0: know. Sweet. Um, If you could give any advice to anyone wanting to follow in your footsteps, um, and get into the music community or industry, um, what would it be? Um, This is possibly a common one, but I think
1: um, it's really important to take the time to really figure out who you are as an artist and what you want to say, um, I know I've experienced it myself. Where you kind of get this rush of excitement because you've written a few things and you're on a roll and you just want to get it out there and be famous and <laughs> the click of a finger. But it's um, I can't I can't say enough how much it, how important it is just to really just slow down, like just really focus in on what you're writing, how you're performing, who you are. I think there's no rough to release an album, you know. I don't think anyone's sitting around expecting too much of you, especially if it's your first one. So you might as well really take the time you feel like you need um, to get it, to get it all right. And that's from the writing to the photo shoots to whatever
0: but um there's just no rush and finally uh if you've got your guitar on or just your voice would you mind sharing a bit of a song with us just a little bit
1: (laughs) absolutely i do have my guitar hold on one moment (laughs) i'll just do a little bit of botox can you hear me? Every day I look in the mirror Discover me a new set Oh, hold on, I got the chords wrong I need to start that again Classic Alright Every day I look in the mirror Discover me a new set of So I was kind of in a talks baby. A modern way to turn back time. Maybe I could add to my order or it doesn't even work like that. Ask the doctor if he can make me shorter so you can get your man hard back. Baby, are you gonna be like that?
0: beautiful i love your voice is so lovely so pretty uh, thank you. <laughs> um yeah thank you so much for joining our podcast today uh, it's been really cool to hear about your journey where you're going and we can't wait to hear from you new music soon Thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure. Oh, it's so <laughs> nice to talk to you again as well. Hope everything goes well for you. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Have a good night. No worries. I'm, I'll talk to you soon. You've got amazing presence, great confidence. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my channel. Or welcome back to my channel. We're coming to you live from Christchurch right now. The band are over
1: here. We're partying. party. This
0: is what this show is all about. Good for you project oh, creator